You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunza from Sandham Private Wealth. Nick, it looks really quiet this morning. Yeah, morning, Lindsay. A little bit, uh, yeah, yes, we had all the fun and games on Friday, and it's such a great week to be in the markets. And then, you know, Monday was a little bit of a damp squib yesterday, and then today as well, even though we had an unbelievable sort of finishes on Wall Street and recouping all the losses for the year and some really big sort of numbers there. And um, this morning, really battling to get a follow-through. Um, Australia was Australia was up this morning, but that's because it was shut on Monday, so a little bit of catch-up. Mm. But in general, looking at the JSC this morning, I guess just you know, just a bit of a soggy market and, and difficult to pinpoint exactly where the sort of action is. I mean, decent close in 10 cents this morning. I didn't quite get that follow-through in NASPERS. And I guess that's, it, that's what to look out for today. We've got the Fed meeting this afternoon as well, Lindsay, so maybe there's a little bit of wait and see for that. Yeah, not that uh, anything will come out of that apart from no, the usual, exactly. I don't think. Um, let's have a look at the Stock Exchange new service announcements if we can. Life Healthcare Group, it says here, voluntary announcement to market cyber incidents. I don't know what that is. What does that mean? I don't know either, but it was actually, we were chatting about this morning. It's the first time I, I remember giving a feedback on, on sort of trading updates in the market. And we had a cyber attack on the on the JSC. Um, oh. I actually don't know. They, they came out with quite they're quite detailed. Mm. Uh, they said, obviously they're at pains to point out that you know no potions have been affected. It was all hunky dory, but um, they said that their data was it was basically compromised. Uh, and I've got to think about it. I mean, the number of data that uh, stored on someone on a patient's well-being, it's got to be pretty crucial stuff. Uh, anyway, the share price itself is up 3.4%, so shrugging it off. But, uh, yeah, they said they've, they're basically the hospital's administration switched to a sort of a backup um, sort of data vendor, and it doesn't seem to be too much going on there. But still, interesting. First time I've seen that headline. Yeah. Elsewhere, uh, Steinhoff International Holdings, NV, Steinhoff Market Update, share price up close to 7% on my screen anyway. Discovery, disclosure of significant holding of Discovery Ordinary shares, uh, that share price up around about uh, 1%. But otherwise, very, very quiet indeed. Mm. Let me have a look at um, what's in the diary today while I get the spot prices up, Nick. Okay, well, obviously, the, the big one for the day ahead is the, the Federal Open Market Committee, as we know, at the FOMC. Mm. Um, they are meeting to discuss, obviously. Interesting enough, this is actually the first time they meet where they are going to be releasing a sort of six-monthly update, or the, what they call the economic forecast for the next six months. Uh, but, I mean, I don't expect any big policy sort of uh, decisions or initiatives, and, and no change in rates is expected. Um, but that will be released by tomorrow. But they start their meeting today. And then an interesting one for me, 11 o'clock this morning, keep your eye out for that one. Uh, out of the Eurozone, we have GDP data. Okay. Um, and that could be quite an interesting one because according to the ECB's latest forecasts, uh, the Eurozone economy was expected to have sort of shrunk as much as 8.7%. And that's on quite a shocking set of numbers out of Germany's industrial production yesterday too. So 11 o'clock, that's a big one for me this, afternoon, this, this morning. Okay, 11 o'clock it is. That's in my diary. Um, the dollar rand is 16.85. The British pound against the rand is 21.34. The euro rand is 18.98. And the euro dollar is 112.65, which is a dollar that is uh, stronger, a euro that is weaker, probably in anticipation of those eurozone numbers that you've just referred to. Last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones Industrial Average 
rallied again. Look at this thing. 1.7% higher to 27,572. The S&P 500, 32.32, up 1.2%. And that all happened in the last sort of, last knockings of the session, if you like. The NASDAQ was a 1.1% winner this morning in the Far East. Tokyo down 0.4%, Shanghai up 0.6%, the Hang Seng up 1.5%, and the Australian all share index in Sydney up 2.4%. The gold price is 17.01. It's floating with that 17. It's orbiting that 1700 level and has been for a number of days now. Uh, the platinum price is down 7 to 8.33. Where is palladium, please, Nick? Getting a bit of a harding this morning, unfortunately. It's currently down 3.2%, 1958 or $64 to the red. Okay, I'm just getting up my oil price chart. Uh, but um, let's have a look at that one. Yeah, it's just people taking a breather today, it looks like to me. Mm. Oil price. Actually, you tell me because my screen's letting me down. Where, where's the oil price? Yeah, where's okay, Texas so and Brent? It actually was up a percent or so this morning. It's just turned negative. We're having a little bit of a risk-off sort of mood coming through since you've been speaking in the last half an hour. S&Ps were down a little bit. They're now down almost 0.6. And that oil price, as I said, uh, West Texas Intermediary currently down a quarter percent, just gone into the red. And uh, Brent down half percent now at the moment, holding $40. $40.62 is the last price of Brent crude. Mm. Yeah, I got 40.63, you're quite right, down 0.42%, and West Texas, $38.12. And so consolidating at these higher levels. Yeah. Yes. I think it's just re- I think it's worth revisiting uh, your intro when you spoke about Wall Street last night because there's some quite big data points and the fact that, well, the numbers anyway. So the S&P's move last night now puts it officially back above its level for the start of 2020. <laughs> so the S&P is now up on the year. Uh, and the NASDAQ, <clears throat> which has done even better, it's now up 10.6% since the start of the year, and it's climbed 41% for its lows just back in March. So interesting enough of the headlines, I mean, the headline lovers are loving it this morning. It's um, the headline writers. You know, S&P is now up on the year, which is actually quite extraordinary. Yeah, it's not unfathomable, but it, it is extraordinary. Okay, let's have a look at the top five major movers on the upside and the downside. Transaction capital on my delayed screen up 7.2%. Sassel again up 180 rand a share, this thing now. Up <laughs> another nearly 5%. Itel Tile is 4% higher. MC Group, multi choice. So, why were we talking about multi choice yesterday? Had Someone had put out a note uh, saying it was a buy yeah, or something. No, we, I said we were, we have a sort of a Monday morning sort of trading meeting with amongst the sort of short term speculating guys. Mm. And this, out of nowhere, this one has sort of came up quite a bit. And, and I've got quite a lot of compelling arguments of why you should own it. Um, needless to say, I'm, I'm not that convinced. Um, but anyway, it's yeah, up 2.85 percent today. After a while, exactly. And Netcare is up three percent. On the downside, Hammerson down three and a half percent. British American Tobacco down two and three quarters. Investec PLC down 2.4 percent, and Glencore down two and a quarter percent. Outside of those, any of the small or medium caps that are doing anything? <laughs> Uh, there was a trading update. You didn't mention it. Uh, came back a little earlier before life healthcare was uh, EOH. Um, yes. Out with, uh, they didn't seem like too bad set of numbers, actually. Um, a market seems to like it. It's just up a sniff, 48% up on the day. Bit sarcastic, actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, this has come from an extremely sort of uh, a base of, of at one point down almost 90%. Uh, but Mr. Mr. Stephen Collier, who took over about a year ago, just over a year ago, has been sort of coming to help 
sort of get these guys back on track. Seems to be doing a few things right. See, the group generated a positive cash flow, which is quite impressive in this environment. And what was nice to see, and uh, any other solicitor companies there, please take note, they gave the full report, cash balances, everything up to the beginning of June. So we're not doing these sort of up to end of March, which becomes sort of irrelevant in this current environment. So I thought it was quite a nice set of numbers, a decent update. It was a voluntary update. We weren't obligated to do it. And I think mm. it was good. Market likes it. Yes, if you go to so the... this stock- is how you... Yeah, this is how you do it as, as investor relations. Well done. Financial performance and liquidity is one paragraph. A deleverage plan or deleverage mm. plan is is another headline. Um, COVID nineteen status update and the conclusion. Mm. The, the conclusion is interesting. It says here the group recently completed a detailed strategic review of the businesses which has been co-created and built from the bottom up and and so it goes on so i think mr collier as you can't really say is doing something i don't see the Mm. share price going back above 100 for a while though no, no, of course not. Look, these guys got a long way to go, and let's not forget I mean, they've, they've been murdered in all sorts of, of rumours of corruption. Uh, you know, Mr. Van Collier having to dig through and you know rebuild this business. I mean, they lost obviously they're the main distributors to Microsoft Windows, which is Microsoft, mm. as we all know, is, is the dominant player on desktops. I mean, you lose that. It takes a massive chunk out of your business. So they're having to sort of reinvent themselves a little bit. But I just want to, I just, I just think the way they did it this morning, one-liners, no MBA gobbledygook. It was just straightforward. And they, they gave it up to the end of June, cash balances for every single month. It's debtor's book. It's just what a market wants to see. Give me transparency. Don't you know, give me a whole lot of sort of uh, complicated English. Keep it simple and uh, – Nice set of numbers, and look, they've got a long way to go, but uh, I'm glad it's up. I think they deserve it. It was a good set of good, a good turnaround at the moment, anyway. Excellent. Has there been a turnaround since we've been speaking on the JSC? After 50 minutes of trading, what are the major indexes doing? All right, let's have a look here. Um, I don't think there has. Let me just bring my screens up and give me one second. Um, no, it's been it's been grinding. As you've been speaking, it seems to be a little bit of risk. I saw headline numbers, but I can't validate it. I saw something coming along the lines of China advising its students not to go to uh, to Australia to study, oh. uh, encouraging them to sort of turn their back on. So it's a little bit of that sort of China, US, Western sort of saber rattling this morning that hasn't gone away. And on the back of that, we saw the S&Ps drop about sort of 15 points. But closer to home, the all share this morning, we're currently down 0.21%, 54,569. Uh, top 40.3% down, 148 points. Uh, and, and it's a bit of a mixed bag on the JSC this morning. Look at the individual indices. You have industrials 1.55% higher. Telecommunications up 0.83%. Uh, technology 0.4% firmer. I mean, on the downside, the lag is we have basic materials led by the likes of the miners, they are down 0.1%. Uh, consumer non-technicals down 1.46%. Uh, and energy shares currently also grinding lower. That index down 2.88%. Well, actually, um, if I look at CNBC, it doesn't mention the, the Australian story. It just says uh, the US-China Cold War is here and Beijing may yeah. target Washington's allies, analysts say. Uh, Australia is probably considered to be an ally, although the, the two leaders don't particularly get on well together. I suppose Australia is an ally of the United States. So, yeah, there's a new Cold War, and I know who I'd mm. back. <laughs> I know who I'd back. I mean, I mean, Australia have made a point of, of certainly allowing a lot of this sort of last 20 years of economic or uninterrupted growth directly to China. 
you know, they're the largest sort of exporters to China of iron ore, metals, minerals. So I don't know. I don't know how wise this is, but anyway, let's see. But uh, I think all of a sudden this morning, Lindsay, just a little bit of a little bit of sort of caution coming into the marketplace. So. Yes, S&P down about 20 points at the moment. Oh, 0.7%. Nick Kunzer, thank you very much for your time this morning. That was the opening. Nick Kunzer is from Sandland Private Wealth, and he'll be back with myself and David Shapiro, as always on a Tuesday, with the 5 o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.